Hey everyone, this is Brian Ferguson. If you're listening to this, then I know you enjoy the Bumps and Thumps podcast. In order to continue to get the guests on and improve our podcast, we need support from listeners like you. That financial support helps us continue to do the podcast and get guests on that we normally would not be able to get on the show. Please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dot Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, and the number three after, and click on the support button. There will be options there for you to make a monthly contribution. With your contribution, we can continue to conduct the podcast and ask more well-known wrestlers from the past and present that require financial compensation to be on the podcast. Again, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Brian, B-R-I-A-N dot Ferguson, F-E-R-G-U-S-O-N, and the number three, and click on the support button. Thank you for listening to the podcast, and thank you for your support. Thank you for joining another edition of Bumps and Thumps, Talk of Wrestling. I'm your host, Brian Ferguson. Today, my guest was one of the hottest young stars of the mid-1980s. He is best known as one half of the tag team of the Top Guns, with Ricky Rice and the AWA. He has worked in many of the independent promotions and has held many numerous singles and tag team titles. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Derek Starfire Dukes. Derek, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be on Bumps and Thumps. No problem. All right. So I got first question. How'd you get the name Starfire? Uh, let's see. It started, um, back in wrestling camp, uh, uh, I believe, well, it was kind of, it was kind of a copy of Tommy Wildfire Rich, mm-hmm. but, uh, they, uh, I believe, uh, as I was coming out of camp, someone says, you got a lot of fire, fire, you might be a star. And so that's how I think it came about. Might've been Eddie who, who threw that in there, Eddie Sharkey. Eddie Sharkey, is that is that who trained you? Yeah, he was. I went through his camp. The 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 trainer um, that he used was Dan Rignati. I don't know if you guys remember uh, the Terminator Riggs and Crow. They're back yes. in Memphis and Georgia. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dan Rignati was the was the trainer of me. But he was he was teaching for Eddie Eddie Sharkey's camp. Okay. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. I learned something new. I didn't know who you were trained by. Eddie Sharkey. Yeah. He's got he's got quite a resume for. Training talent, there's no doubt about that. Well, Brian also trained, you know, they were well, we were running a lot of different camps. They also trained with Brad Rings too. Okay. Um, a little bit. Uh they were doing like joint camps. Um mm-hmm. and I think uh I believe Jim Mitchell had a camp. They're all all inter, you know, inter, all you know, different camps. Yeah. Um uh back then. They you know, they we go from one building to another when <laughs> Yeah. Well, the lease, lease is up here. Let's go to the next building, you know. But that's how it works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to tell you, I know we talked before we started here, but you look fantastic. You you look, muscle-wise, you look like the same guy you were 30 years ago. You know, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, you – thank you, Brian. It's so nice, but you should see me walk. Well, <laughs> what I see right now is, uh, you know, you look great, and uh, you know. I, I and again, I appreciate you coming on today. Uh, no problem. 
let's talk about you. How you, where you grew up at, your family life. What was that like for you? And and how did you get involved in wrestling? Well, I've told this story numerous of times. Um, I uh, I was born in Boston, uh, Massachusetts, and uh, and my brother, and then uh, my ma- mother and my father uh, moved to Ohio. I think I might have been three or four, and then they split up. So I grew up in Ohio. Um, I moved to Minnesota uh, when I was 19. Okay. Uh, one of my buddies I, I uh, went to high school with played uh, played basketball at a college called Edward Hills East. And uh, he said, there's a wrestling camp. Move here with move to Minnesota. Well, how it all began when I wanted to be a wrestler, when I was a little kid, uh, uh, the, uh, the the neighbors down the street, they had a little farm. I lived on a canal, and I was friends with a guy named Charles. Um, so my mom, uh, mother says, hey, why don't you invite him in to watch TV? And yeah, I see you guys watch TV. Back then, you only had like three, four channels, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember. So he turned out, um, it was it's very funny. I, I might have been five or maybe six. And he said, I got to show you something. He says, my uh, my sister dates one of these guys. Uh, you you got to watch this this TV sh- this show with me here. Uh, and it was wrestling. And I started crying. And my mother told me, you, you have to watch what your company uh, wants to watch. Right. And so after about 15 minutes, I was staring at the TV. And, and he says, yeah, he says, my uh, I think I think his sister might have been married or a boyfriend, okay, his name was, a, I guess his name was Bohemian Bull. He was a wrestler down in Ohio, you know. And so after that, every time he would come over, then he said, yeah, there's another wrestling I'm going to show you. Uh, the first wrestling he showed me was championship wrestling uh, out of Akron, Ohio. And I think Jack Reynolds was the, uh, uh, Jack Reynolds was the, the the commentator and someone else. And they had, they had Ernie Ladd, they had, uh, they had uh, uh, the uh, cycle, Abdul the Butcher, uh, uh, Tatsy called Castillo Brothers, I believe, Johnny Powers, Bra- Bulldog Brower. Okay. And then he'd come over, to, he came over Saturday. Hey, here's big time wrestling. And then you would see the Sheik and Louis Martinez and uh, Tony Marino, Eric mm-hmm. Durand, Bolo uh, uh, and Gito, the Mongols. Oh man, I was just—I just love this. So that's there right then. I said, "I, I want to be a wrestler." So yeah. that's how it started. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's uh, pretty neat. Uh, schooling? Did you did you go to college? Um, nothing. Nope. Like, no. I was. This is what it is. It's better off that I did it this way. Yeah. After a while, well, my first thing I wanted to be when I was a kid was a a construction worker when I was about four. <laughs> and I used to watch the trucks, you know. Then, yeah. then I wondered, and when I was about five, I wanted to be an actor. Then wrestling was what I wanted to be. But after a while, um, I'm going, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to, you know. Back, back where I came from, I didn't never, I never saw something bothered me when I was a kid. I just talked about this to one of my friends I grew up with. Mm-hmm. I never, I kept thinking, no one famous ever comes out of Ohio, you know, and and, and, and so. And as I got older, I found out there's a many people came out. Dean Martin, uh, all kind of uh, bands that I didn't know came out of Ohio. Uh, uh, the, the uh, what's her name? 
the girl, uh, Miss America, what's her name? Uh, 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 I can't remember her name. Yeah. Black, uh, Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Williams? I think okay, Vanessa Williams, yeah. Yeah, but there was a bunch of people. And then I said, well, no one's famous going to come out of the house. So when I got to high school, I started in the welding. So I, I was going to go to a college, I mean, a, a place called Columbus Tech. Mm-hmm. Columbus Tech so I could get my welding degree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, that's when my friend Doug called me from from uh, Minnesota. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, he had left uh, your prior playing basketball up here. He goes, Derek, there's a wrestling school up here. And you know what? I'm, I, it's fortunate that I got in then because mm-hmm. had I waited, because, you know, after it got to, so I started in 86. Yeah. I think I was, I was 20 years old. And after that, man, when I got in the territory started, then starts, you know, yes. there was all the dirt. I got in at the, at the dive, but I was able to work different places, you know? Yeah. And that, so it was fortunately I didn't get my, uh, welding degree. <laughs> yes. It's funny you say welding. Cause I have two nephews that uh, are welders and I just, it's odd because they went to trade school. They did it a few years ago themselves. And, and I just yeah. thought that was pretty interesting that you wanted to be a welder. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. So if they go, if they go underwater, they'll make a lot of money, I guess. Yeah. Well, they make good money now and they don't do underwater, yeah. but they, they hop around a lot to different, uh, spots where you know because it's yeah. a pretty pretty i mean you can go from one to the other and they don't they don't say anything if you quit one place and go to the other they don't <laughs> they don't blackball you i guess is the term that they yeah. you know would use so um well that's interesting so travel experiences uh you have any stories like when you went from one town to another with i don't know ricky rice or you know, I know you travel with some guys, probably Brad Ringens, Ken Patera, those guys, or yeah. Uh, one thing, let me tell you, let me tell you my first match. Okay, let's hear it. So, so, <laughs> so, uh, I was only in camp three weeks, and so Eddie, uh, Sharky had started, uh, it was a um, he st- Tony Candelo had started a group called the, uh, up in Canada, called the NWA uh, West Fort Lions. West okay. So um, Eddie, Eddie goes, well, <clears throat> well, we need guys with cars. Well, Derek's got a car, but he's, he's probably ready already anyway just to put him in a, you know, in a match. Because I, pre- I was pretty, I learned faster than other guys because I've been watching it yeah. since I was a kid. Yeah. They took it off, though. When I, <clears throat> let me see. They took wrestling off TV in Ohio. Uh, so from when I got to sixth grade or fifth grade, I didn't see wrestling again until I got to ninth grade. Oh, so wow. we, I didn't see, Yeah. So they had taken it off TV. But anyway, so so they uh, they started a group up there in Canada, mm-hmm. West Forest. So uh, I went there, uh, me, uh, me, um, got in a park car. Um, we drove up to uh, Winnipeg. We got to the border. One of the guys uh, had, uh, I won't say, uh, had uh, uh, illegal uh, had steroids. So they held us at the border two hours. Oh, no. Yeah. And so then they let us in. And when we got there, when we got there to the place, 
um, it was running late, but yeah. we weren't, we still weren't late because it wasn't starting. So the people started coming, I mean, coming in. Yeah. And uh, I didn't have, now remember, I'm just still, like, still in camp. I didn't have any attire. So I had to borrow uh, some guys' attire, you know, just for a squash match to get beat up on. And so <laughs> I remember this. So, Brian, so the night went on and on and on and on. And I looked up at the clock. It had to be like one in the morning. Oh, and my we're gosh. Still, we're still cutting tapes. And I <laughs> laid down on a bench. And I looked up at the ceiling and laid on a bench and said, God, please don't tell me this is what I wished for my whole life. <laughs> and we finally left about two in the morning. Oh, wow. It was, and then I had to drive all the way back to Minneapolis. Oh, yeah. from, oh, wow. Yeah, so we were, yeah. But after a while, after that, it got much better because Tony Tony started booking more shows, so we stepped there like a week, and then one time we stepped there like three weeks. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so it got much better. I don't know if the TV got better. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he brought in, Tony brought in like uh he brought him uh, Bruiser Brody. That's the first time I met Frank. Uh, I brought him um, uh, Cousin Junior come in, came in. Um, and then uh, Bob Bulldog Bob Brown came in. He tried to get oh, me yeah. to come. He tried to, Bulldog Bob Brown tried to get me to come to uh, Kansas City. Because he said, we needed a black guy. And I go, I go, Bob, I'm still just getting out of camp, you know. And so, you know, I I was didn't want to move. I already moved. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. And so then, then after a while, you know, he just uh, yeah, he uh, I believe he started bringing in different wrestlers, and he stopped using uh, Tony stopped using Eddie guy, and he started using uh, uh, Jim Mitchell and like Rick Renslow, other Minnesota guys, uh, Chris Markoff, uh, Iron Duke. Uh, I met Buck Zumoff. So then, yeah, he started using those guys, and that was pretty much it. It was pretty much done then, you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That was me. And the thing about Ricky, I would tell you a story. Sure. Is Ricky was high strung, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd be on a road, and I'd have to pull over the side of the road. He'd see a cornfield of winter, and he'd have to take off running. Just running to get rid of, yeah. Wow. So it, it was hard for him to sit to sit, yeah. you know. Yeah. And years later, years later, I uh when I ran I talked to Ricky, uh, he had a gym at one time. Uh he said, Yeah, well, he said, Yeah, I was working at a dealership selling cars. And they he said, I was I had my suit on, I'd have to run around the building a few times. Oh god. <laughs> he said I'd come back. He said they get mad because I'd come back all sweaty in my suit. And I'm like, but that's how he was. He was he was high strung, man. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. Do you still talk to him at all? Or? No, I uh last time I believe I spoke with him uh I want to say it was 2008. Okay. Yeah, that was yeah, I heard, I heard he's doing some construction. I heard he had some uh operations to, you know, um um uh hips and which yeah. we all do. I, I've had a couple. I need like three more, but yeah. I'm going to wait until I get to a little older, you know. I don't want to yeah. jump into it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I, and I've talked to others, you know, on interviews, and 
they tell me the surgeries they had on their on their shoulder, on their hips, on their on their knees or their back, and and you were in the business, you know, from the you know, I don't know, at least 10 years, I know, probably 15. I don't know how long you were there. Yeah. Uh, it takes a toll on your body, does it not? I mean. Yeah, I started, I started in 86. And then uh, uh, when I came back from my second tour in Europe, I injured my back. Mm-hmm. Or, so that have been 90, I want to say 90. So I couldn't wrestle from 93 um, so I believe it was 98. Oh, wow. And then, uh, sorry, yeah, 98, or something, 97. Then I did a tour in Japan in 99, and then I started doing shows for uh, Kenny Patera in that time. Okay. So then Kenny stopped running shows, I, I think, I want to say, I want to say 03. Him and Adnan, okay, so I was doing shows for both. And I think it was 03. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then I was pretty much done. And I had some some trials with WWF and yeah, I had some tour in, in early '90. I was in Australia, I had some tours there, and uh, I took a tour there. And uh, I came back after I think 04. I came back in 08 to do a little wrestling, and I I pretty much said I'm done. This this I'm done. I'm, yeah. So yeah. I had I had uh, a knee surgery. Two shoulder surgery, and now they said the one they fixed, they have to take it out. It's, they can't. It's re, it's re-injured. They have to put a new shoulder in. Oh my gosh! The other shoulder that I didn't let them do, they have to do the the rotator on that one because I didn't get it done. Yeah. And then you know, so it is what it is. You know, it's I a just, rough, it's a rough yeah. business, Derek. I mean, I I'll tell you. A lot of a lot of my friends because you know, I was in the military before I, I retired about uh, six years ago, and people were just surprised because I don't, I guess I don't look like the wrestling fan. I guess they would say, and yeah. I would get into it, and I get mad when people would say, "Oh, that's just fake." I mean, I'd say, you know what? You get in there for a couple minutes, you won't think it's fake because they get tossed around, and if they land yeah. wrong or you know something a little twist the wrong way and you know you can get seriously injured yeah and it used to really upset me um yeah. <laughs> i just tell them it's it, it, it i always say yes it was predetermined however the the beginning was okay you do this and the end but in between until now you know during the territory days you you guys if i'm right if uh you guys determine the you know the moves in between the the yeah. beginning and the ending. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's a lost art now from what I've been told. I mean, I, yeah, I heard that too. You know, you know, Brian, I'm going to tell you something that, that got my attention. See, I, I always thought the ring was soft. And then one, when I used to go in high school, I used to go down and see Georgia championship down mm-hmm. there in Canton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. We had to, when the road war started and had Tommy Rich, Bo Sawyer, uh, Pez Wiley, uh, 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 Brett Sawyer, uh, Young Blood was in there. All, all them guys, a spoiler. And Bundy, that's when Bundy was starting. And you know, you know when, when I realized that ring isn't as soft as I thought it was? <laughs> one time, 
they had a match. It, it, it was the Road Warriors was against uh, Bundy, uh, Chris uh, uh, Bundy, uh, and and uh, Brett Sawyer. And I started looking at the ring. I go, man, that ring isn't 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 dipping in hardly at all with all that weight in the ring. Yeah. And that was my first thought. This that ring must not be as soft. And let me be the one to tell you, when I started wrestling camp, uh, we started wrestling camp on a gymnastic floor. Okay. And he and they used one one mat. So uh, uh, I believe that's where I met Dorothy Hamwalter in St. Louis Park. But anyway, she was in there, and so that's how we learned to take a bump. And so we we couldn't get in the ring until Eddie Eddie you know, Eddie would run shows, but what Eddie did, uh, we got into the big ring once, and he told us to put uh, some some cushion in our heels because we we're gonna have bruised heels, and he was right. <laughs> so, so the first time I hit that ring, man, I thought I was going to die, but it got worse. It got yeah. worse because Eddie Eddie wanted to get in. They make some money off these bar shows. We get inside because there was mm -hmm. a lot of there was money to be made there, and so he cut the ring down further. And man, let me be the one to tell you, if you didn't take a bump right in that ring, you wouldn't get up. Oh it man, the wind out of you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, I went to a match. This was a few years ago in Troy, Missouri. World League Wrestling Harley Races promotion. His son runs it now, okay. and Trevor Trevor Murdoch was the yeah. champion then and this kid i felt so bad for him he was in there with him i think it was his first or second match and and murdoch i mean his chest he slapped him so many times uh was just beat red and, and well yeah. and the back because he whipped him into the ropes so hard the flesh on his back was literally yeah. like, coming off yeah and I was, oh, I just got the heebie-jeebies just looking at the guy. And yeah. uh, I, I'm sure it was like that for you guys. I mean, I know you guys took a lot of, I know you take a lot of bumps. Yeah. And and uh, I'm sure well, you had a lot of scars or marks from that. Well, Brian, I tell you, I tell you where it used to mess you up is uh, they'd sometimes, they'd send me down to Kansas City to work with uh, um Geigel's promotion. And mm -hmm. man, they had a ring and the, the ring had a cable wrapped with holes. Oh <laughs> man, oh man, you'd hit the ropes. <laughs> you'd hit the ropes and go, holy moly, is it hurt? Yeah. Man, you have welts all over your back. Yeah. Oh. So, it's funny you say, I, I remember uh, wrestling, I don't know if you remember uh uh, T. Joe Khan. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, I don't know how many days we're on the road. I said, T. Joe, you got to quit whacking me every night with there's so many chops because my chest is bleeding every night. <laughs> but see, you first get in, they, they want to rib you, you know, they want to, you know. I said, okay, you want to play again. After a while, I started just hitting them so hard. Pop, 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 pop. He finally stopped chopping, and that's how you do it. <laughs> You want to play this game? I can play it too, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go the whole tour off hurt, beat up and hurt, you know? You got to finish the tour. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
Let's talk about uh, some chemistry you had with people. Who was a person that you wrestled that you had the best chemistry with as far as in the ring? Like you guys just flowed like wine. Is there anybody? Well, I say, I mean, people ask me that question. Uh, Funnest match I had with with Colonel, you know. Colonel the Bears. He's so easy, but. The the best matches I, in my only opinion, that I've ever had was with uh, as Ricky and myself against Bad Company. Yes. But, but those guys, man, some of the places we worked at, several in Canada and other places. But it, it'd be those guys are the one we burned the house down. But oh, yeah. it wasn't us; it was them guiding us. Yeah. Because they would do a lot of their own bumps, you know. Yeah. But I mean, man, some of the some of the matches I had with those guys yeah. were so fun um, and, and so entertaining, you know, mm-hmm. I'd say. But pro- probably um, probably one of the most memorable was Colonel because <laughs> because we did the same match over and over and over because we never repeated back to that town, you know. So, yeah, we did the same match. Over- <laughs> I, I want to talk to you about that in a minute because. Uh, I watched some stuff last night. Uh, actually, I watched Super Clash 3 with you, Ricky Rice, and Wendy Richter versus Bad Company and uh, Medusa Michelli with Diamond Dallas. Yeah. You know, that that card, I watched, I'm, I'm still watching it a little bit now, but that card to me is underappreciated, that Super Clash. They had a lot of great matches in there, including yours. And I just don't think it gets the credit it deserves in, in, out of Chicago. I mean, the who's who was on that card. I, you know, you know what, Brian? It's funny you say that. Well, I, I did, a, I did, a, I had a bad spot in the match with Pat. I missed a drop kick by three miles. But I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't see that for years and years, years because when we were done with our match, uh, we were staying with Ricky's sister. Mm-hmm. She, her sister lived in downtown in there. So I didn't see any of that matches hardly, and uh, and so I got out of there and we went back to her. And I don't, I don't remember seeing the full tape probably until about uh, maybe six years ago. Yeah, I didn't realize that many matches was on that card. Yeah, I don't remember seeing half of those guys. Yeah, I, I really don't. Yeah, it's it was it's two and a half hours. I'm still. Before I come on here with you, I was still watching some because I, I haven't watched it in quite a few years. Yeah. And, you know, the more I watch it, I'm, I cannot believe that that car doesn't get the recognition that it deserves. I mean, it's a it's it's like one of the, you know, WrestleManias of back in that era. You know, I mean, right. it, it, it is full of talent, a lot right. of lot of great matches, great talent. And. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I don't think sometimes the AWA with their big cards get the recognition that they they des- they deserve to have. So, but you guys did great on that. Um, I tell you another story, Brian. Sure. So, so we're in the back, right? <laughs> so, I turned to the left, and here comes Karen Von Eric, and he's got his daughter. They got those big furs, look like the Donald Snowman coats, you know. Yeah. No one they probably never want to use again. You know? yeah. So I go in the dressing room and it's after a match and 
curious guy is I don't know if this is his daughter that's wrestling now. I don't know. Take your daughter, drop her over at where Medusa's a, a Wendy's uh, room. Just walking around here, you know, taking a shower with her, her stuff hanging out. You know what Carrie would mean? He <laughs> goes, Derek, she's going to eventually see it anyhow. Oh, my <laughs> God. I said she's about three years old. <laughs> oh, I'm at the tower. Come on, Carrie. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the funniest thing that happened that on that card there. On that card, yeah. Uh, Talk about uh, your chemistry with Ricky Rice. You guys, I mean, were on fire for a while. Uh, How was your relationship? Was it good? I mean, outside the ring, were you guys pretty tight? Yeah. Well, see, well, there was some issues. Rick, Ricky and I started back in the uh, Eddie Sharkey's PWA. Mm-hmm. And so we were the, the original top guns, but there was always a little animosity between John Paul mm-hmm. and me because of Ricky, you know, but we were the originals, you know, and, and, and John Paul and Ricky grew up together. Yeah. So I was, John figured me as an outsider, you know. But no, he was my Rick. He was my buddy too, you know. Yeah. And we rolled together and stuff. But uh, Rick, we 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 landed together by mistake in the in the PWA because uh, Rick was a tag team with a guy named Ace Brandon. <clears throat> now Ace Brandon, they were called the High Rolls. His original partner was Al West, who went to the AWA, then went down to Memphis. Uh-huh. Very good looking guy, and then he he uh, left the business. But so one night, uh, Ace Brandon and Ricky was wrestling, and then Ace Brandon got into a heated argument with Eddie Sharky, and Eddie fired him. And so I was still working first matches, and so he took well put Derek in there with Ricky, and I believe, I, yeah, I think first I thought <clears throat> I, Eddie is the one that gave us the name. I don't know if he got it off of my friend who's dead now, Larry Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to work uh, 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 a top gun on his uh, hat that he had from the stockyards. I don't know if Eddie looked at his hat or was thinking of a movie, but yeah. Eddie is the one who gave us the name. So that we started that in 87. Yeah. And so then, uh, yeah, 87. So that's that's where that started. But yeah, we had a lot of trips together and uh, you know, we had a beef for a little bit. Um, uh, I had, uh, I started working with different groups and I was, I was getting hurt. And so like, when I came back to him, I was kind of stiff and, and he, he told our buddy, you know, Duke's been working with all the groups. He's getting stiff, you know, I don't know if I'm going to work with him. Cause I, we had a battle against each other. Ricky yeah. had turned to be a, uh, thing called the Ricky, the prophet rice. So we had a thing going yeah, so we had a thing going battle battle here in the Minnesota up and uh they had a new promotion and the old got Gagner started. And so we had a battle. Uh, well, I mean we we talked it over and, yeah. and it was funny. Um years later we were doing work for WW WWF for 98, you know, get a tryout or whatever, or mm-hmm. just using TV matches. And we hadn't we hadn't talked, and man, I, I made a uh 
we always would listen to, a, I had made these cassettes on these tro- uh, mellow, mellow, mellow cassettes. Mm-hmm. So I have, I've made it. I said, Ricky, I made a new cassette for us because we haven't, you know, we haven't been together on the road in so long. Yeah. Brian, we, we did not put the cassette in. We talked all the way down to, was it? We, I can't figure out if we started in Chicago or we had three shots. We had, uh, somewhere by, no, somewhere in Wisconsin, then up to Iowa, then Kansas City. I don't know, but we, we had so much time gap that went between us. We just talked the whole time. We never put the cassette in. Wow. And when he drove me back home, I go, Rick, you realize we never listened to cassette? He says, I know, Derek. We ain't <laughs> seen each other in many years. Yeah. 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 That's, that's wild. Yeah, I mean, catching up, it it it's it takes time. Yeah. So that's good. I, I'm glad you guys, you know, got it worked out. And yeah, yeah. You know, all right, I want to talk about your famous match with Let's the Colonel. Car- <laughs> the Colonel. So so I I saw something last night that I know today would totally be a no no. Yeah, uh, that was uh, an interview with. Uh, Larry Nelson oh, with yeah. the Colonel first yeah. uh, when you guys were uh, going to match up uh, this is probably 88 87, 88, I don't remember now but uh, I, I think it was 89 okay, 89, okay yeah. uh, and he's, Colonel says I'll wrestle for $2,500 or something like that and he says another stipulation is I paint him white yeah, and then Larry Nelson came to you, yeah. Told you, and you, you know, yeah. very surprised about it at first. And you said, "You know what? I'll do it." But if I win, I yeah. paint him black. Yeah, and that caused I mean, a lot of. I'm sure that caused. I don't really, really remember that. I think I would have, but I must have not never seen that because that's something that I would have remembered. Yeah, first of all, my era was terrible because Bert Bert wanted me to do it a certain way. And I did it that way, but when I looked, I go, wow, it looked unnatural. I, I should yeah. have done, but he's the boss, and that's the way I did, you know. And so, okay, okay. And I, I didn't realize how much flack was going to happen yeah. until I got a call. I got a call one night, and I don't know how they got my number, because my my phone was under my roommate's number, but they got my number. And someone from ESPN says, Derek, if you guys keep this up, this you got to soften this. We can't show you on TV anymore. And I don't know if they called Colonel first, but then Colonel called me, I believe, and says, well, maybe we'll just soften up on the interviews. You know, I don't even know if I've ever did soften up. It just, I don't know. It just... um yeah, you couldn't do that nowadays, you know. No. Did that but bother you? Did that bother you? I mean, when they asked you to do that, did that? Did you say, eh? or were you like, okay, yeah, because? Well, what, what, well, how it? I tell you, what bothered me worse than any than that was, uh, I used to do imitations of uh, Cosgrove, Iron Sheik. Mm-hmm. And so we'd laugh about it. We'd do his imitation. You know, we just goof around because yeah. we love Sneak. 
Yeah. And Greg saw me doing it. And then one day he comes up to me and uh, he goes, yeah, uh, we're going to have you do, the, do your gimmick on TV against the sheep. I go, huh? And he got mad. I didn't I go, what? Are you serious? You want me to mimic? So they, and he got pissed at me because Greg got a temper at times, you know, going, I said, okay, okay, but I, I said, are you serious? I don't want to make fun of the guy, you know? And, and so they, they put together, it was going to be the Top Guns against uh, Adnan and, um, and Iron Sheik. Yeah. But we're doing interviews. We got these, tur- these turbans on our head and all that. And we're saying stuff that's racial, yeah. you know? And, 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 and you know what? Out of doing all that promotion, we never wrestled them one time. Oh wow, that bothered me more than the H Black stuff because I don't know. It's I'm not. I don't guess I'm not making fun of another. I, another. I'm not making fun of another race. You know. Yeah. But we were saying Rick and I were saying things, and I don't want to repeat now that man. That's yeah. that's that's that's. That's bad stuff, for, and it's on TV. Yeah. So we're not, we're calling them all kinds of names that's, you know. So, yeah. Yeah, that bothered me more than that, to be honest with you. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, a different time era. You know, that was, you know, over 30 years ago. Yeah. I mean, and, and yeah, I mean, a lot of things back then aren't, you know, good now. Uh, yeah, now 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 we're overly sensitive. Yes, everyone's looking to be offended about everything now. <laughs> Boy, I'm glad you said it. I didn't. <laughs> so, I, I, but I agree with you 100. It's, it's it's getting crazy. Brian, it's embarrassing. Is we've turned a bunch of spineless people is what we've turned into. Yeah. You know that is part of part of all this crying and whining about bullying. That's that's that's. That's part of growing up. That's how you get tougher. Yeah. I mean, when, when I was a kid, I was from a small little farm town. You fought, you know, yeah. if you didn't win, you might come back and try to fight the guy the next day. Yeah. After all your buddies again. Mm-hmm. Now they're bullied behind a computer. How yeah. much weaker how much weaker can you get? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I, I, I'm with you. I grew up in a small town in Wisconsin, so I I yeah. understand in the eighties. So I I'm with you, Derek. I'm with you, my friend. <laughs> so, but you did have some matches with the beers, and one that was supposedly not aired, but I guess yeah. was from what you told me offline is that the the painted loser gets painted yellow match. Talk. Can you kind of go through that with me a little bit? How that kind of went down? No, it's it's not yellow. See, uh, so what happened was it's the same match. <laughs> I forgot. I can, I can remember some of the best writing in it, but what happens is um, I'm, I beat him up. Mm-hmm. Oh, he pulls out a brass knuckle. Okay. Ref, ref can't see it, so he knocks me out. So he goes to get the paint. But as he's coming to get the paint, as he's coming to paint me, Jammer comes down in the ring if I can remember, Jammer comes out, knock on it, and we put paint on him. Okay. But not a lot. See, see, what happened was they made 
Greg and those guys made me go get the paint. So I went and got the paint over there and uh, uh, and got the free bait, the free hats with it. I told my word on TV for, uh, I forgot what Sherman was, I can't remember. Yeah. So anyway, the first man uh, screwed up because he said, we, we didn't water it down enough. So it ruined some of our the clothes. So oh, no. we, we want to ask for more money for clothing, you know? Yeah. So the next time Colonel says water more, we got to use more water, more water, water. Yeah. So, you know, stuff comes out. The only, the only time that the paint got on me and I'm, <laughs> I'm convinced, I'm convinced that someone told Jammer this, it was the, because the buildup was for Rochester, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right. And so this time Jammer gets to the ring a little bit late. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so Colonel has to put paint on me because he's not at the ring. <laughs> and 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 so Colonel went to put paint on me, and I'm I'm convinced someone told Jim, no, 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 let him get a little paint on. <laughs> and so then, so then Colonel, Colonel flips the brush. So I I, I got to get the crowd back because they want to see me put paint on. So well, he flips the brush and no and no, it's easy to. So he flips the brush, but instead of me picking up. The black brush, I picked up the white brush. Oh. <laughs> when I put the paint on, when I put the paint on Colonel, it was white. And so he goes back and <laughs> he goes back and cut the promo that they can't say on the air. And Colonel goes, I told you those people are dumb. You know what? He, he used the wrong brush. You know, he's you know, he just driving around. Yeah. And, and, and I remember Tom Z goes. There, now he know that's easy, dude. He probably flipped his brush closer to you. I said, who? I said, who cares? The match is over now. <laughs> that's the only time I got pain on me. Nah. Yeah, yeah, it got it got messy, but yeah. it, it was fun working with Colonel. You know, it really was. I was gonna say he missed. He had a good relation. I mean, he had a lot of great matches. I mean, he even when when he was doing that kind of thing with Jimmy Snuka uh, yeah. before you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I could, I'll be honest. I mean, when I thought it was, you know, they really hate each other and stuff. I mean, I couldn't stand Colonel De Beers. I thought he was the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest jerks in the world. But, uh, you know, uh, those were great matches uh, that you guys had. I had Brian, I had another match with him. And I can't remember. I know it was out east. It was out east. And it was the only time we did a different match. And I, Colonel was sick. I okay. believe. Uh, I can't. It wasn't. Couldn't have been a paint match. Anyway, he came to me a lot. He says, "Kid, you're gonna go through a match you've probably never been through before. I don't feel so well." I, okay, he said, "Just follow me. Don't let the crowd take you out. Don't let. Don't let the crowd dictate what I'm gonna do." I said, "Okay." <laughs> so we get in the ring, and I believe. I believe he had me in the head scissors and I actually fell asleep. <laughs> really? He had me in the head scissors so long and he, he wouldn't let me start tapping the pieces. Then he'd say, he'll tell me, okay, start working the people. Okay. Yeah. And I'm thinking about this match and it, I believe this match went on for 20 something minutes. And I think the comeback of me was, Somehow I reversed it on him, and the crowd came unglued. I'd never been in a match like that. 
Yeah. Well, they because we were doing nothing the whole match. Yeah. And he then he finally pulled that thing like he did in uh with Kerry in Las Vegas, where he got out of the ring, right, and asked mm-hmm. to pay money. You know, I don't know if you heard of that gimmick. And they, he did that, and they made them give the money back to yeah. charity. Yeah, well, he did that out there, too, and people were coming up with money. Yeah, same, same thing. But then I finally got him, and I think he took one bump and got out of there. But that was that was a classic match. He's right. I've never, I've never been in a match like that, you know? That's that's. That's a good one. I mean, uh, falling asleep. That's I've never heard that one before. <laughs> yeah, we gonna do anything? I'm just waiting for him to tap me. You know what? <laughs> Something, right? Wow. That's so. Let me ask you this: You worked in the AWA. Yeah. Uh, you've worked in other t- uh, promotions or territories. Yeah. What is your? Uh, Comparison from the AWA to the to the others. Where was the AWA the the one you got the most pop? Yeah. pop? Well, recognition. Yeah, people know me. Um, the person who uh, got me helped get me in there was uh, Rob Russell. He just he just passed. Mm-hmm. Rob Russell was the uh, AWA uh, Booker, and he got me in there. He's he's the one that sent me over to Europe. My first tour with. Uh, uh, we went over there. It was uh, it was called Superstars of Wrestling, and we had uh, Zinc, uh, Tom Zinc, uh, Afa, uh, Wendy Richter, Bambi, um, Kamala pulled out. Oh, that would have been good. Um, so, and I'm missing. Uh, oh, Luna, Luna was on there. Uh, Ricky pulled out too because that he was in AWA, and AWA told him that no, we'll we'll be going to Europe next month. So. So a guy named Johnny, well, Johnny Love took his spot as we were the Top Guns. Um, like I said, Damian Kane, Bambi. Um, uh, what's the farmer's daughter? Uh, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I know what you're talking about. Not the shorter one, the blonde. Uh, I can't remember Brandy May? Brandy May, Brandy May. Brandy May was there. Um, yeah. Who am I missing? Uh, uh, I missed somebody. My my brain is gone. I forgot this, but it was a it was a fun tour. But but what happened was before I left for the tour, Rob Rob had me do an interview with Vernon Greg. Okay. So so that's before I went on a tour. That I says okay, thank you and all that. Okay. And they asked me. Uh, I believe one of the questions they asked me was, "Why did you?" Come to Minnesota. Why, why did you want to work? I said, well, because there's not, I don't see any black wrestlers already here. That's, I said that, you know, in the interview. Yeah. And uh, then I left. And so I did the tour. So I was, I don't know how many weeks we were there. And we were moving around so many places Amsterdam, uh, Switzerland, Italy, uh, Denmark, um, Austria. Uh, I'm missing some places. So wow. I, get, I get back home, right? And so I'm, I, I said, oh, man, I'll be glad to go ride my motorcycle. So I, I had a little, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put me some a new stereo on my motorcycle. And I'm, you know, I'm getting all ready. And I, and I only been home. Oh, maybe I got camera, took a nap. 
I'd have been home like eight hours. And my, my roommate comes running out and goes, hey, Derek, they just said, someone says, you got to go back and get on the plane. I go, get on the plane for what? I said, I just got home. And I when I got inside, it was Rob called me saying the AWA wants you to fly into Vegas. Because, see, the Rockers had quit. Yeah. So they were going to put Ricky. So they put Ricky and me together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had two tapes. But then Greg told Greg told that well he's too green. Dirk's too green. So they brought in John Paul. Okay. So they became the new top guns. Yeah. So so that's that's how that came about. And then I just I just was working single matches, um, yeah. whoever they sent me, you know. Yeah. So that's how that. I don't know. Brian, did I answer your question? I don't even know. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, yeah, I mean, I, you said you got most of your recognition in the AWA. And oh, yeah. I know so, you're in some other promotions yeah. and you've got some yeah. championships, but. So I, IWA was started by Rob, who left the AWA. Rob also worked in uh, WCW, too. Okay. But, uh, but he started IWA. IWA was, uh, uh, was 1990. So he had stuff. So we were doing, he had uh, Midwest America Sports Channel, then Sports Channel America, we're on that. And so we were doing the East, we were doing all, all, all East Coast, and then we were doing Florida. And like I said, we did Australia. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, we went all over. Uh, I want to say California, or was that for a different group? I can't remember. <laughs> That's... Is that another group? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think yeah. it wasn't California. I think that was another group. Yeah. But yeah. Did I did how, you know I have always heard Vern paid well when guys in the AWA was that true for your case or were you paid adequately? Say, say, say again. <laughs> That's I'm I'm just telling you what I've been told that by other guys that work there that he paid well, but let me let me say this, Brian, and people out there understand this. Um for people like us, such as green people like us, we we were paid what we should have been paid because we were green. You yeah. understand? Okay. So yeah. that's where the discrepancy comes in this business about not making money. With some of you are green, that's what you should be getting paid. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And 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 we just the crowd. You got to realize it was deteriorating. It yeah. wasn't. You know the thing that irritates me about this whole thing. They 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 talk about how the AWA disintegrate. Well, so did every place else. Mm-hmm. Vince went in and took all the time. That's what he did. And yeah. so, so that bothered me when everyone says that. But um, uh, and like I said, as far as the pay, that's that's you get paid. We were agreeing. That's what you yeah. get paid. You're paying. Yeah. You know? did, did they ever offer uh, you and Ricky? The tag team titles. I know you did a lot of matches with Bad Company. Did they ever say, "Hey, we want to put the straps on you"? No, and no, and, and and after a while, uh, I figured out what was happening. Well, I don't know if they were giving to us anyway, but we we had we had one match many occasions, and, and then we get back Monday, and you know, we reverse the decision, whatever. But they yeah. were Wahoo was one of our bosses. Uh, Wahoo, Ray Stevens, uh, mm-hmm. you know, 
uh, Ray, Ray was the bottom boss in Wahoo, then Greg and Vern. They were upset with Ricky, see, um, and and they were they were going they they were going to get rid of Ricky, and I didn't understand. Then I found out was what I was told because he wouldn't change the flat tire, and so this is what I was told. Now, why they had a flat tire? Wahoo was driving. Wahoo when he drives always pays for everything. Whoops. That's okay. Sorry, guys. That's okay. So, Wahoo pays for everything. That's how it was. That's why it was. And he had a flat tire. Ricky would refuse to go out and change it. That was the beginning of the end. And, you know, Ricky came to me years later and said, Derek, that was stupid. You know, I should have changed that tire. I said, yeah, especially when Wahoo won't let you pay for anything. Yeah. I said, I wish I was an out of ran out there to fix the tire, you know? But that was pretty much the. No, that was, that's what I heard. That was the beginning of the end. Yeah. I'm going, are they serious? They're going to fire him? And I, then they started putting me with Jammer, but they were. And plus, Ricky, Ricky was continuously going back to school. See? Yeah. And so he he he, he wasn't going to hang around my son. He was in and out, in and out. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, so I I didn't I don't know if there ever was and I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. I, I mean, know, no, I, I, know I, we I every time we every time we did win when we come back off the road we hand them back to Monday and they do this we got reversed because of some you know yeah something yeah that's too bad I would have liked to have seen you guys at least have it for a little while month or yeah. something because I thought you guys were. A great tag team. I mean, you're young. You know, I'm only a few years younger than you, and yeah. I really enjoy the guys. And I want to ask you two more questions. Sure. All right. So, do you watch wrestling today? No. Okay. So, uh, but what is your opinion of wrestling today that you've watched up to the point and when you were in it? Uh, I kept hearing hearing things about wrestling on Facebook. I would listen to Animal was talking about stuff and other wrestlers. Animal's dead now, but yes. It's talking about how bad it how bad it is. And so <clears throat> one year, uh, I don't I wanna say I wanna say maybe it was six years ago, seven mm-hmm. years ago, maybe sooner. I was flicking to the uh, the channel and there was WWE, it's WWE now, mm-hmm. and I was confused. I, I, I was confused at what was going on, and I go, what, what? Now I know what they're talking about. I don't know what's going on here. Who's the, who's the heel? Who's, what's going on? So I turned. I turned it off. Yeah. Um, and then when I, well, now when I go to the gym, um, they always show the promos of uh, – uh, what's the new wrestling where they're going to kill themselves? The uh, you talking about like hardcore and all that, or are you talking you know, about? It comes on Wednesday nights. Oh, AEW, AEW. Man, they're gonna they gonna be they'll, they'll be crippled by the time they're thirty. Yeah. Well, I'm just seeing the highlights, so I don't know what's going on. You know. Yeah. So, it looks a lot uh, of dangerous stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, we get some dangerous stuff too, and I, I Brian, I, I think back here. Because people ask me questions, um, and I don't mean to offend people, so I don't want none of the guys get offended if they hear this. 
I think the reason why uh, Ricky and I got busted up and we weren't in the business as long as a lot of those guys, because our gimmick was a rock and roll gimmick, you know, like the right for all them guys. Yeah. But we're much, Ricky and I were much, well, I should say, we were bigger. Mm-hmm. So we're like six, one half, and, and we're doing the same moves. And I think that, and, and we, we didn't work as long as those guys did. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we were tore up faster. Yeah. Because we were doing impact moves at six, six, one and a half, jumping off the top rope and 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 doing that stuff. We were like 235, 240. I don't I think that's why we 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 did we uh disintegrated faster. Yeah. You know, because a lot of the rock and roll guys are smaller, you know. Yeah. Not that, not that it don't hurt them either. I'm not trying to say that. But, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. You know, the more weight, the more weight that you, you know, that you're throwing around, you know. Yeah you know, recklessly, you know. Yeah. I tell you, for me too, uh, it's more scripted now. Yeah. And, you know, I believe in my opinion, back in your day when you guys did it, like I said, the booker told you, Hey, this is how it's going to end. Yeah. Start the match this way. You guys figure it out until the end, you know, whenever the move is or whatever you're going to do. And now, it's laid out like yeah. spoon fed almost. And I hate to use that term uh, yeah. spoon fed. Okay. You do this at this point, whatever, blah, 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 blah. And it, it, it doesn't look as genuine, I guess is the word I want yeah. to use that it, that it used to be. It, it, it is sports entertainment. It's not yeah. wrestling to me. Yeah. And, yeah. and And that's why I like reaching out to, stars like yourself from back in the era that I grew up in because people need to know and, and hear you've guys paved the way, honestly, for the stars of today. It's your yeah. hard work, sweat, blood, tears, pain yeah. that these guys are making millions, millions of dollars a year. Yeah. When you guys were making, yeah, you know, yeah. thousands of dollars, yeah, you know, and 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 I want to tell you that I appreciate all you've contributed. So, thanks, Brian. Yeah, hey, you you, bet. I'm gonna tell you something else. When I when I, I I remember having the trials with WWF, and I remember I was sitting in there and I turned around and looked at. Uh, What's the big black dude named Viscera? What's he was uh, Mabel or whatever those? Remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, dead now. Yeah, I I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Mabel. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And he had a sheet of paper, and I said, "Hey, what, what are you what are you what are you guys reading here?" He going our 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 interview script. I go what? I said I said you know how I used to do an interview? I go I go find me a corner. In the back office or stage, or even in the bathroom, and I go, I roll, I I think about, and and I just turn myself in a circle, and figure out what I'm going to say, kind of go in front of the mirror, and sometimes not go in front of the mirror, just go in a circle and say I'm going to say this. I have to listen to what they're saying, what they're saying about me first, you know, right? And then I have to respond. But that's how you did it. Yeah, you know, you may, and you know, Wahoo said something that. To me, one time, because 
sometimes we'd be shooting a, uh, a promo and a, a big glitch or something. They had to start the interview over. We had, we, Joe, Joe uh, we called him Polish Joe, but he was the, the guy that did the, uh, uh, the technical part. Mm-hmm. And so if, we, if something messed up, he'd rewind the tape back, see, and said, keep, keep going. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> and so Wahoo says, you know, Joe, that's how Wahoo would talk. Every time, every time we got to start over, we, we lose something on our interview every time. And he's right about that. Yeah. The more you, yeah, you lose the steam, you know? Yeah. He's right. Yeah. You can keep doing a cut, go back. You lose something yeah. on it every time. Yeah. 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 Wow. All right. One more question. What are you doing now, sir? Oh, I'm just the old man. Uh, You're not that old, Derek. <laughs> I'm 56 years old now, and uh, I uh, uh, I just I drive uh, drive for a living, I deliver electrical parts, and I still go to the gym. Um, I can see that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I go there, and uh, uh, pretty much nothing else. Uh, I uh, I'm doing a bit coming up um, that was postponed last year. Um, it was uh, postponed due to COVID, so it's down here in North Carolina. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, I do a I'm gonna do a, a thing there with some. That's I'm honored that they they asked me. To be honest, yeah, it's great. Yeah, so yeah, so I'll do that. It's Saturday the 24th, July 24th. So. Okay. So yeah, I go I go there and uh, maybe run into. I haven't seen Bischoff for years. Maybe I think he's supposed to be there. I don't know who else. Um, How'd you get along so with Eric? Well, I was with Eric and eight. When Eric was in AW, Eric was first the uh, the cameraman. Yeah. And then um, Larry Nelson. Something happened and he left town. And <laughs> I, I, he, I heard. <laughs> Well, he had some trouble, but then Eric became the uh, interviewee. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, 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 I last time I think I saw Eric was <coughs> was back in the um, 90s. Um, I went up, uh, uh, they, were, they were in town, and so I went and I saw him, and I ran it out with Fit Finley, uh, who I wrestled with over in Europe uh, for out of want, so... He was there. I would speak with him, and so I think it was '98. I can't remember. Oh wow! Well, you probably see a lot of people you haven't seen in a while, so that'll be a good uh, little reunion for you guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Derek, thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. No problem. It was and fun. I, I know I was fun. I really enjoyed it, and I want to thank everybody out there for listening. And watch for our next podcast on Bumps and Thumps, the talk of wrestling. Thank you.